is March 4th, 2021, and today we're going to be talking about the AFC East, uh, which is a really interesting division just because you've got the Bills who seem to be getting better every year, and a lot of people have them as favorites to win the Super Bowl next year, or at least go to the Super Bowl in the AFC. Uh, you have the Dolphins, who are defensively stout. They've got their coach now. Um, they seem to have everything in place except for the quarterback is a big mystery. Uh, the quarterback's a huge mystery for the Patriots, as is the rest of the team. Uh, and then the Jets, who have a lot of draft capital, uh, have a lot of salary cap space, and uh, are starting all over with a brand new coach. So it's an interesting division. I feel like a lot of it could be up in the air this next year. So uh, let's jump right in and talk about the Bills. Absolutely. So they are minus one million for the salary cap, which is it doesn't sound great, but for the twenty twenty one season is actually really really good. Uh, they don't need; they could use a lot of things, I guess, but they're not that far off from from the from the main staples of, of being able to move forward. So some of the needs I found that, that they certainly need to look into is offensive line is one for sure. So they got Cody Ford in the draft two years ago, and people weren't sure, is he can he play right tackle, can he play guard? He's been playing mostly guard, but they're about to lose Daryl Williams, so can he move out to right tackle? I think he, I feel like he probably could. Uh, I just haven't really watched enough of him to find out. But they're also going to lose their left guard, John Feliciano. So they need some kind of help uh, on the offensive line. That's, that's for sure. Running back. They drafted Devin Singletary two years ago. They drafted Zach Moss last year. And you're still not really sure. I feel like Zach Moss is probably going to take the lead. But neither one has actually been too much of a standout to say they're the bell cow. Uh, tight end. Yeah. Dawson Knox. Meh. Two years ago, maybe he'll find his stride this year. It's not a huge need. Uh, defensive line. They've got Ed Oliver. Uh, they could use... They've got Jerry Hughes, Mario Addison. I feel like they could use one more person in there. Cornerback. Uh, well, they drafted A.J. Epinesa last year in the second round. So oh, he'll right. probably develop into the guy. That's right. Yeah, I don't know about you. I was not huge on Epinesa. I feel like he'd be, he would have been a better rotational uh, edge rusher. I mean, we'll see. I, I, I've got to give a grain of salt to any, any rookies from 2020 season. Uh, Josh Norman, they're going to lose him at quarterback, which is not a huge deal. He was overpaid for he was number awful. two quarterback. Yeah, he, um, he was awful. I, I think they they was it addition by subtraction for that one. Um, <laughs> I really, I, I really do. I, I think they'll they'll find somebody to bring in to, you know, six million, seven million dollar type player to fill in and probably do better than Josh, Josh Norman did. So yeah, yeah, I, I I don't mind that, and you know. The only question to me is, do they have a player to that they could trade or cut to make some salary cap space? Because it, it, and it depends how you want to look at it. So so they had no running game last year. You already hit on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're losing the right tackle and left guard. Um, nobody behind them to take their spot. Neither one were that great, so it's not a big loss. But um, but they still have the number two passing attack <laughs> or total offense. Yeah. They have the number two total offense in the NFL with no run game. So part of me says fight for that dude that's in your division already steal and bring him over there and joe thuny who's going to be the top paid offensive lineman in the nfl mm-hmm. 
he's going to be a left guard, you know. But can right they now, afford so. him? He's because he's going to get paid. Joe Thurie's going to get he's, paid. That's that's my not my purpose. Is uh, my point is, but do you want to do you want to lose somebody else to gain that and build a rushing attack when kind of on when it comes to offense, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, you know, bring in some middling guard, a middling guard, a middling right tackle, and or you know draft picks, of course, in those spots. Um, and then just bring in an extra corner. I mean, that might be all you're missing. Bring in an extra corner. Uh, if Epinesa can work out, great. If not, all right. <laughs> you still got a pretty darn good defense there. And, uh, yeah, maybe he's a first and a second on a right tackle and a guard, and, and you're fine. I don't know. Uh, but but the running backs are probably not going to get better without a slightly better O-line. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I would like to see a first and second round pick used. Oh, did, oh, they don't have one, do they? Do they have a first rounder this year after the Diggs trade? Uh, the Bills do. They are picked thirtieth. Okay, so yeah, then then you could probably get the top guard in the draft with the number thirty pick because nobody drafts a guard till the end of the first or the second. Yeah, so, uh, that Vera Cruz I think would be a good the the or Vera Tucker the uh, guy who play, he plays at a UFC or USC he plays. Uh, I can play pretty much every position. He played a lot of guard and yeah. tackle, so I think that would probably be a good one because it gives you some depth there. Absolutely, there you go. So that that might be the better way to go and, and be prudent on, on not wasting all your money trying to get the the top. You know, a free agent alignment is always going to kill you. So yeah, uh, I think that's a better way to. Yeah, I think that's a smarter way to go. Yeah, the problem is they need to re-sign Matt Milano. Um, their run game. Or their run defense was a lot better when he was in, and they've got really good linebackers. Tremaine Edmonds, uh, well, Tremaine Edmonds is really the main guy. They don't. Uh, Matt Milano was the other one. They almost they almost run kind of a a nickel. They've got AJ Klein who will come in, but they run a, a lot more, I guess, nickel than you see for most. But uh, having Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano is really going to help stop your run defense, which they had a lot of trouble stopping last year. And that was another reason why I feel like they need help on the defensive line. I know they got Jerry Hughes and Mario Addison, but they need that guy, another guy next to Ed Oliver, or they've got to figure out something with those linebackers who can go in and just stuff the run. Uh, yeah, I really thought J.J. Watt would have been a great landing spot. A lot uh, of or, did. That would have been a great landing spot for J.J. Watt. Yeah. And a lot better shot at him getting it ringed, to be honest with you, in Arizona. But uh, that he, he just would have been just the perfect answer to what yeah. they need right now because he's so good at stopping the run. Yeah. And yeah. not that expensive, really, compared to, you know, I don't, but they don't, normal I mean, free they, agents. But they really don't have the money. They're negative $1 million. I mean, they've got to have to, they have to open that money up. They probably yeah. would have done it somehow, but I don't know who you're going to lose. Contract restructures. That. You know, you say, hey, guys, you want a ring? We're going to add J.J. Watt. Would you mind pushing some of your money to the end of your contract? Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> done. Uh, yeah. So... It, as far as re-signs, I think the main one is Matt Milano. I think everyone else can kind of any, – any of the other free agents you can kind of let walk from them. And if I'm going to sign, I feel like Patrick Peterson would be a great – like kind of the same thing, go get a ring. I think he would be a great number two corner. He doesn't have to have all that pressure on him. You got Tredavious White on the other side, now you got Patrick Peterson, um, who can still play. He's lost a lot – you know, he's lost – he's not what he was, but he can still play. Or, I, I mean, I, I would – I like Malik Hooker on every team. But they don't need him. We've got Micah Hyde, who's really good, and can't afford him either. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Gary Conley, I think from the Houston Texans, would be a good number two corner, 
or Kevin King, maybe. Because you don't need your, your that second corner to be great. You just need him to be pretty good. And I feel like Josh Norman couldn't even do that this past year. That is very true. He was he was wildly erratic. So, yeah, yeah. I, lo- I mean, I think they're reloaded. I mean, they're <laughs> they're ready to go. I think you get a guard and a right tackle in the draft, and potentially you upgrade at those positions. Yeah. Uh, maybe not. You know, they're rookies, but it's it's not crazy to think that they could be big upgrades to who they have right now and be a better team going into the year. Yeah, and the draft this year, there's a lot. There's not. There's about three, or four really good tackles. Um, and then after that, there's a lot of guys that are question marks and would probably be better suited as guards. Um, I feel like at the 30th pick, they could probably get Samuel Kosami out of Texas. Uh, he plays tackle. I feel like he could play a little bit of both. He's a, he's a big boy. And uh, I feel like he would be great on the uh, interior offensive line. Or Jalen Phillips at the defensive line to take over for Vernon Butler. I feel like that would help out a lot. And then you have Epinesa who can rotate in maybe maybe we'll see uh and then in the second round if you can't re-sign matt milano i would like chaz surratt out of i believe university of north carolina is where he's from um chris rump would not be a bad guy to pick up as well since you know you're losing trent murphy and if you can just keep rotating those guys in uh i think that'd be huge for them i like it yeah i like all that um i look in more into the individual players a little bit later into the draft but uh, process, but yeah, I mean, you know, they're losing a right tackle, a left guard, and a corner, and that's it. So, I mean, in theory, corner free agent, left guard, and right tackle in the draft, and you're ready to go. I mean, it's they're losing nothing. Their GM's done a great job. Yeah, no, the, the, very much so, and their coaching staff has been fantastic. Uh, let's move on a little bit southern from there. Uh, the Miami Dolphins. So I think this year really showed Brian Flores knows what he's doing. I think people realized that the year before, even when the team was clearly selling off assets and and at least the front office was taking, maybe not so much the, the, the coaches and players because you just don't see that. But they needed a quarterback. They drafted Tua. I, there are some people that are so high on him. I don't know. I'm not. Not I'm his not, teammates. Do and they've been open about it, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, that they're not confident in them. And they have the third pick in the draft, which is tough because the first pick you can is going to be Trevor Lawrence. The second, the second's going to be interesting because the second is do the Jets want uh, Zach Wilson? If not, they're going to trade out of there and to try and get more players. Uh, although I think I would, boy, if I could trade back to Atlanta. If I'm the Jets, I could trade back to Atlanta or Cincinnati. That'd be great. Uh, well, not Cincinnati because they're going to take the guy I want. I would want Penesuel. We can get into that when we get to the Jets portion. Uh, well, well, here's here's something you can't forget when you start to say what you're saying about having the third overall spot. Yeah. Looking at the at the at the playoff picture, the players that were great. I mean, the quarterbacks that got there, the elite quarterbacks, were Mahomes, who was drafted at tenth. Uh, undrafted Tom Brady drafted take Tom, ten, all right, take Tom Brady first of all Tom Brady was went in the sixth round and take Tom Brady out he's an outlier sorry, sorry. I don't ever want to hear him mentioned it like oh you can get a quarterback late that never happens you never get a no, quarterback no I didn't say you can get a quarterback good. late but I'm saying the facts are Brady made it to the playoffs uh, sixth round Aaron Rodgers was drafted at 24 Mahomes was drafted at 10 by the way two picks in front of Deshaun Watson at 12 
you can you can get players mid to late first round, and and honestly, they were they were judging since 2015. You actually have a higher likelihood that your quarterback is going to be solid if he's drafted after the 10th pick than before the 10th pick. When you look at Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, and some of these other quarterbacks, you know, and and compare him and Mitch Trubisky versus, you know, uh, uh, some of the other guys. Trying to blank was it Baker Mayfield? No, Lamar Miller. Uh, not Lamar Miller. What you, Who am I thinking? Ravens. Ravens QB. Ravens QB. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Thank you. Lamar Jackson also drafted late. So I mean, yeah. I don't think you have to. You know, you panic that. Oh my God, I have the third pick. So my, I'm not going to get one of the top two QBs. So there's no chance I'm going to be able to, you know, get my franchise QB. It's still a really good chance at three. So so here's you know the thing I mean? with that though. Okay, for the Aaron Rodgers thing. He went twenty uh, fourth that year. A lot of people didn't really go for quarterbacks. I mean, Alex Smith was the first pick in the draft from San Francisco, and it was kind of between who was going to go: Alex Smith out of Utah mm-hmm. or Aaron Rodgers. And after that, a lot of teams really didn't need a quarterback, and that's why he fell. Um, the other one is the Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Deshaun, they said there was issues with his size, which is kind of uh, was all over. And there's a lot of people that were high on Trubisky. It, the thing is, no one really knew. And then Patrick Mahomes came out of Texas Tech, which was an air raid system. They tend to, their quarterbacks' numbers tend to be a little inflated. And you could Russell say, Wilson. You can make the excuses for all of them, but the mm-hmm. point is, they still got drafted later, and they were still elite. I mean, and, and so the draft Knicks don't know everything. It's my point. Mm-hmm. They think they do, they don't. They're mm-hmm. more often wrong than not. So, I mean, to say that. Uh, you know, again, that with the top two gone, that you're not going to be able to get a QB from Miami? Not, they still might. That you're not going to not be able to, but I think the best two quarterbacks are going to be off. I think Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence are going to be the best. I think Trey, Trey Lance could. I, he reminds me, I, I think the most reasonable comp to him is Josh Allen. Plays at a small school, has a lot of physical ability, big arm, can is mobile, Um and, but hasn't had you know you're not you're just not going to get as good a coaching in these small schools as you would at like an Ohio State or a, you know some of these Alabama Georgia and so I think Trey Lance would be a great player but he has to be able to sit for a while and I don't know if you're the Dolphins what do you do if you have Tua if that's, if it's me I'm taking a quarterback I don't have any trust in Tua your players don't have trust in Tua uh, I would take I would take probably Trey Lance I think. For that third spot, I like him the best. I think he's got the highest ceiling. Um, and the Dolphins are a good enough organization that they can kind of make that work. So I, I'm i going to go, okay, I, I, before I make any like blanket statements, I definitely want to look more into everything in the draft. But, but That's on you, my man. Say, We're in March. <laughs> Still, we got a little, little ways to go. We, I mean, the problem is there's been no combine. I was kind of waiting in the back of my head for combine, but realize that's never happening. Um, but I, I think that people are overreacting to Justin Fields. I think they, they knew what they, I think they had it right to begin with. I think he's probably gonna be the second best. I, I look at Zach Wilson and he scares me. I, there, there are certain things about him. I mean, almost just his looks. When you look at him, you're like, dude, this, this dude looks like, I hate to say it, but he looks like a bit of a smart ass. <laughs> I mean, when you see him, face, like he's, you see something in him that's like, uh, like, not Baker Mayfield s, but almost Johnny Manzelish that that make me worry about him a little bit. He goes to BYU. Uh, so, How so, hard could he be partying? 
<laughs> well, you're right. He can't there, but he didn't go there because he was Mormon. Uh, and, and he did come out and say that he's not Mormon. Yeah. He was just going there because he couldn't get into the other college that he wanted to go to. But, um, but still, still, um, I, Justin Fields, people liked him a lot. Uh, they suddenly backed me off you know, as we're heading right into the draft times. And it feels like that's what usually happens. People have, you know, people are all about a quarterback until it comes time for the draft. They're like, oh, he's falling to the first round. He's falling to the end of the first round. And, and, and a lot of those guys end up being good, and they should have trusted their gut. So, I don't know. Justin Fields, I'm not giving up on the guy yet. Uh, I will say I saw the weirdest thing I've seen ever. Uh, ESPN yesterday had their uh, one of their main guys, either Matt Miller or Todd McShay. One of them had... Uh, Zach Wilson ahead of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that's so stupid. I've seen that too. Where did ridiculous. that just come from? Like, yeah. what's happened since the season ended that that he jumped in front of Trevor Lawrence? I don't know. But but well, Mel, I saw Mel Kiper. Uh, he's judging the 2020 and 2021 QB draft uh, QB draft class. He had yeah. He had Tua over Herbert. I'm like, how did you not watch this season? I don't understand how you could still do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, it could be. I mean, and it could be overreacting. Uh, Tua could still end up being really good. There is a chance. I'm not saying not he will, but Herbert's going to be fantastic. Had, you know, Herbert's oh, going to yeah, be fantastic. No, 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 sure. So I think that for sure. that ship has sailed. Yeah. He also said he would quit if Jimmy Clausen didn't end up becoming a Pro Bowler. <laughs> I wish he would. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Bill Kiper, but uh, I do think that the jury is a little harsh on Tua too early. I, I'd, I'd like mm-hmm. to see one more year of him on a decent team before we give up on that guy. Well, I'm not. I wouldn't give up on him. But the problem is, if you're the Dolphins, you're they're a good organization. Mm-hmm. They're never going to have the third pick in the draft again. again. I mean, the only reason yeah. they have it is because they they fleece the Texans, and that organization's <laughs> a bunch of jackasses. So that makes they're never going to have ideally this ability again. I would take a quarterback just to kind of cover myself because I, I if I knew what Tua was then that's one thing but man he is small injury prone and I just did not see that much out of him and especially when you see in that same draft class Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert come out and blow it up immediately I would take I would take a risk hey yeah I'm fine with Justin Fields I personally like Trey Lance a little bit better just because I think he's got more skill. He's a sophomore. I think he's thrown one interception his entire collegiate career. He's 6'4", 225. He's, I mean, that he's, I just, I tend to like him a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. It, I, I mean, I'm if I'm on a QB for a lot of teams right now, I, I kind of want to punch it next year. I mean, I, again, you're right. I mean, you may probably won't end up with the third overall pick. They're not. There's no way. They're, for... they're too good. That defense is too good, and they're good everywhere else. They will not get a third-round pick again. No, but if you were to trade your number three to someone like, I don't know, the, uh, the Lions, who got multiple firsts you know, in a trade recently mm-hmm. next year for the Rams, um, and say, I want both your firsts next year, and then next year when it's time to draft, again, trade those back up to get early in the first. Um, they're maybe gonna, that's a better route to. They're not going to trade it. They're, they have the seventh pick this year. The, the Lions do. There's no way they get. They move up from the seventh to the third for two firsts. Well, maybe for no. Two they first. would trade two firsts next year for the third. Oh, outright. They keep their seventh. So the yeah, so the yeah, Miami doesn't yeah. pick till the 18th pick. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, that's a terrible Miami, idea. You, you should apologize to everyone for mentioning you, that. Nope. You get two first round picks next year instead of the third this year. 
and then next year you make your move, you trade those two picks and move up and get that quarterback you want next year. Because the, the next year's quarterback class is not supposed to be near as good as this one. There's a lot of good quarterbacks. They say that every single year. That's fair. In fact, in fact, Joe Burrows, I, I saw this, this, this tweet, uh, somebody talking about this yesterday. Joe Burrows, Baker Mayfield, and Kyler Murray were all uh, projected to go late between late second and mid third the year before their senior, the off season before their senior year. <laughs> Everybody said that next year's draft class is going to be awful, and then suddenly they get Joe Burrow number one overall, yeah. Kyler Murray number one overall, Baker Mayfield. But you don't. But, you, but that but that just goes to make my point. You don't know what next year is going to bring. You don't know. Whereas this year you have but the third pick in the draft. There are good QBs. Well, like, what if Detroit are. does well next year and you, they you don't you get a much later one and I and then the Rams the Rams are. Their first pick from the Rams is going to be a late one because that Rams team is going to be good. And then the Lions, I'll be honest, I don't know what they are. I wouldn't be surprised if they did better than the 5-11 they did this year. But you've got the third pick. You don't have a quarterback because you hit with Tua. And with the Dolphins, they're looking to put together things now because you better because the Jets are rebuilding, the Bills are really good, and the Patriots, I don't see them being down and out for too long. And they're going to make a, a move for a quarterback most likely as well if they don't retain Cam. They're, they're going to get one this year somehow. I don't know who. I don't know how. <laughs> I just I know Belichick's not going to let himself go another year without a QB. And he's got several players coming back from COVID uh, from that stayed out of the whole year last year, um, which is going to instantly. I mean, he's he's getting an influx of talent that nobody else is going to get. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just all those players that sat out. Mostly, so. on, but that's mostly on the defensive side. Like the defense and, and Marcus Cannon, his left tackle, okay, uh, coming back. So that's a big one. Um, but yeah, there, so there there will be some some big players coming back that'll help him. And you know, people know Boston's good. I think he'll probably. I think this is one of the first years he spends more than he normally would on a receiver, and brings in whoever the the guy would be. You know, whether it's Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin, both talking. Being talked about being taxed potentially, but one of those guys, even a Wolf Fuller, I don't know. I think he brings in the he brings in a solid receiver, um, but I don't know how he does it. I think he's just, I think he's going to find a way to get a QB. I we'll, really do. We'll I, I don't know. It's it, Darnold. Maybe. Uh, no. How is he going to get Darnold? There's no way the Jets trade Darnold. They're not going to trade him in division. You you would hope not, but but no way. You are are you are you drunk? Are you even drinking today? (laughs) There's no way that happens. I think you should apologize for saying that. (laughs) No, not at all. Uh, No, no, no. I think he ends up with the QB somehow. I, I, it's not going to be Cam Newton. Uh, It's going to be somebody new, Uh, and I don't think he can draft anybody. Maybe he could get Trey Lance. Then not at fifteen. He'd have to move up. You're not at 15. Maybe he gets Mac oh, Jones. Oh, they're 15. Yeah, maybe he gets Mac Jones, but I'd be surprised by that. So let's go. So the Dolphins have $22 million in cap space. They, just looking at what, they're going to lose Ted Karras probably. Um, they're not going to really lose that much. Uh, but they do need help at center, wide receiver, quarterback, because they do, despite what you say. Uh, another edge rusher. <laughs> they just lost Kyle Van Noy, or they let him go. Um and then uh, inside linebacker and running back would be the big ones. Uh, they could maybe re-sign Ted Karras just because there's not a ton of centers. I don't know if you want to add a new one just because the rest of your offensive lines, I mean, what is it, three-fifths of your offensive line is were rookies this past year. So I don't know if you want to bring in another one. Uh, 
And then as far as free agents, I think they would they would probably need to make a go after Allen Robinson or Chris Godwin. They need to get one of those guys. Um, I tell you what, Russell Wilson, uh, Deshaun Watson, go get yourself a quarterback. Uh, that that's if if you can if you can go get a quarterback in free agency and I'm the Dolphins that's what I'm doing I would go get Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson because you've got the capital to do it now you give up that the the two first this year and a first next year and then I don't know a couple players but then you're boy they can do a lot with a little on that defensive side so I think giving up a few defensive players isn't going to hurt them as as much. Um, and then uh, an edge rusher, you know, Judon, Bud Dupree, uh, Shaq Barrett, one of those guys. And then maybe Christian Kirksey at interior uh, inside linebackers. I do not like their inside linebackers at all. Jerome Baker, and they're about to lose Alandon Roberts. That's not – that doesn't inspire confidence. No, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I, I think they're going to end up uh, – I think they have the best chance – to win Deshaun Watson, I don't know that they really want to. I think Brian Flores is going to – I have a feeling he's going to find a QB somewhere else, probably the draft, uh, third pick, and then build a team around it. I don't think he – I don't think he trades the whole farm for Deshaun Watson. And, and I don't think Houston trades him anyway. So, uh, yeah, I think I think they'll draft someone. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to watch him. I yeah. think they're a really good team that are on the uprise. Well, rumor is the Bears are offering a – gargantuan package for Deshaun Watson, but we'll see what happens with that. Um, yeah, because they're the 20th pick, so I'm not... Yeah, they would have to... It'd have to be a ton of stuff. I mean, they could give them Khalil Mack. They, they've got a lot of defensive players they could give up, but I don't know. Um, but if I'm the Dolphins, the way I'm looking at the draft, they have the third pick, and then they have the 18th. Um, I'm thinking with the third pick, I take Wilson or Fields. Now, if I'm okay with Tua... Or I get a quarterback some other way in free agency, then maybe pick up Jamar Chase because they need a receiver. Uh, then with my second first round pick, I'm taking Najee Harris or uh, Etienne. I'll tell you who else I like is that that kid out of Memphis, that running back out of Memphis, who Memphis has just become a running back school lately. Like they just keep producing guys. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell, little quick speedy guy uh, who I like quite a bit but that's why that's why I'm going and then the second round maybe Cosme uh, on for the interior line uh, Dylan Moses as a linebacker at Alabama I like that idea and then Jones the edge rusher out of Pittsburgh I believe it is sure but the word is they're going to sign Aaron Jones so, at running back so uh, and then they're also looking really hard at uh Corey Lindsley, the, the Pro Bowl center out of Green Bay also. Oh, I like both They may of steal a few Packers and, and, and go that route. Uh, I think that would be a great move. And then, yeah, just grab some best defensive players available in the draft. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you what, if they did Lindsley and Aaron Jones, then I think I would take Wilson, Fields, Lance, whoever you want. For, I mean, it's debatable on who that, that third best quarterback is uh, or whoever's available. And then – I think with the second pick, I would take uh, that. I like that wide receiver out of um, uh, was it Minnesota, uh, Rashad Bateman. I would take Rashad Bateman, big old boy, six two, two ten. I think I would grab him in the second round. Cool. All right. Cool. Let's move on to the Patriots, uh, the team that Andy thinks is going to win the Super Bowl next year after they turn oh, it around. Oh, Jesus! 
no, the Patriots, I mean, they're losing a ton of players. They're losing Jason McCourty, but they'll re-sign him. They always do. That dude just can't leave. Devin, uh, his brother. And then, uh, they're losing Lawrence Guy, Dietrich Wise, John Simon, Adam Butler, Cam Newton, James White at running back, Joe Cooney, probably the top uh, offensive lineman in the entire free agency class, and then David Andrews, their center. And their backup center. And their backup backup center. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so they, they need a lot. Um, they need a lot. Now, again, they are getting a lot more coming back in. That's the only good news they've got. Um, they're getting Marcus Cannon back. They'll move Isaiah Wynn over to uh, to right tackle and have Marcus Cannon back at left tackle. So that makes their line a little better. But they've got to, you know, got to get a guard and a center. So that's that's top of the list. Um, They'll get Patrick Chung and Dante Hightower back as well, which is huge. Yeah, and I, I think I don't think they need another running back. I think they just need to have a better line mm-hmm. so that the running backs can move. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, Damian Harrison and James White. I think they'll bring, probably bring James White back. I think Damian Harrison, James White, and then also um, Burkhead. I mean, they've got a running back. I think Damian Harris could really take off this next year. He was kind of beat up with injury this past year. And then Sony Michelle, who's meh. Yeah, yeah, he has been kind of meh. Uh, but uh, but also on the defense. So, so they get some of their defense starters back, and they're going to lose – the backups who happened to be starters last year only for that reason, but there are still some more, there is an influx of talent that they need uh, because they're starting to get older. Um, really good, but still older. I mean, you still got young guys like Chase Winovich, you know, who, who are looking really good. They drafted Anthony Jennings the, uh, uh, early in the uh, draft last year. Um, so, and, and uh, Byron Cowart's been okay. Not great. Uh, but yeah, I think they have, they have plenty of talent there, but like anybody, like every team, uh, they got to get a quarterback. And I don't know if that's going to be Teddy B. They're going to find a way to bring in, uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, Belichick seems like the one guy that might actually bring in Taysom Hill. You know, I mean, I, I don't know who it'll be. But I think he brings in a quarterback that he can, what? you know. What's that? Taysom Hill. Yeah, he seems like the guy who would actually do that. I don't think I don't think any other NFL coach would have a chance to win a game with him. Yeah, uh, but I don't think he they seems would like either. the that's, guy. That's crazy. Yeah, so I, I, I think that Belichick is the one coach who can actually make Taysom Hill, you know, into an eight-win QB. Look, I don't think the I don't think the that the Patriots are going to win more than eight games this year. I just don't. Um, but I think they got to slowly rebuild. So he's going to bring in a QB who can win a few games and then start building back out his defense. Uh, he's got some some uh, RBs. And he probably brings in a good guard um, to replace Thune, Uh And he has his tackles again. So his offense will get a little bit better. But his offense is going to be the reason they don't win many games. Um, although he, he did pretty well this year with nobody. No, he didn't. I mean, the guy is like, you can't underestimate how, how good a coach he is. Defensively, um, he's a very good defensive coach. Offensively, yeah. he's not. Yeah, so, so he's going to have to find something. Uh, as a stopgap, but I think I think Patriots are kind of punching towards the next year, to be honest. Yeah, I mean they got sixty-two million in salary cap, and that's in a year where that's the thing is, was the uh, I think it was the owner or maybe it was the GM Steve Kimes of Arizona said next week is going to be uh, a massacre. Like it's gonna all the all the talent that's gonna get cut from teams because of the salary cap dropping so far low, so far down. And the Patriots are a team that have $62 million. And you're going to see a lot of people that you are going to be shocked they're going to get cut. Uh, I think they could pick up 
they could pick up a lot of guys for cheap because that's what's going to happen. A lot of guys are going to be very cheap next year. So I, I, I think you see him. I, I'm thinking, though, that he re-signs maybe even Thune and uh, McCourty. Mm-hmm. I think he'll sign another one of those defensive players like uh, Wise, as it Dietrich Wise. Uh, why I think he'll yeah. be back. Um, maybe Lawrence Guy, maybe not. So, I, I, But I think he retains, like, uh, at least four of his players. Um, but, yeah, but as far as bringing somebody in from outside, I mean, if ever there's a coach who's smart about grabbing, you know, decent players on one-year deals, it's the Patriots. He could – that dude could build a roster out of nowhere. So yeah. maybe Matt Ryan's not totally out of play either. Yeah, you might be right about that. That, that would actually be – I think that – I think that would be a good move. The only thing is, Belichick has said how how much it, how great it is if, to have it would be to have a mobile quarterback. Like I think he's seen now how the future. And you've seen this from Saban too. How before Saban was saying, "Oh, I don't like the up tempo; it's ridiculous." But now you see he's starting to get these like with two. He wants the mobile quarterback, and that's just kind of the way. I mean, you went and got Cam Newton because that opens up so much more for his offense, um, especially with Josh. Josh McDaniel, who also really likes mobile quarterbacks. And so I don't know if – I think Matt Ryan might be okay there. The problem is I, that offensive line is – if they keep Joe Thune, they need to get another center. Um, if they keep Joe Thune, they'll have Marcus Cannon, Joe Thune, whatever center they get, Shaq Mason, and Isaiah Wynn. That's not a bad offensive line, but it did That's not – pretty good, yeah. But it – I mean – it, it struggled a lot this past year with Cam Newton, who's one of the most mobile quarterbacks. So eh. he's mobile, but he has no shoulder, throwing shoulders. So yeah. there was just nothing he could do, and he he ran the ball almost at will. It seemed like so. I mean, it's not like they had an issue there, and they were missing several of their players. So um, not on the old line, they were missing Marcus Cannon, which is huge to left tackle. And they had Isaiah Wynn playing out of place. He should have been a right tackle. Yeah, uh, is really the big one. But they do need they do need a better center. Um, but and they're not going to draft one at number fifteen. They're probably going to wait till the second round for a center, right? So probably just a playmaker, a wide receiver, someone like that that follows one of the top guys. Uh, I could see him. I, I guarantee he brings in a wide receiver, don't you think? Uh, he has 15? to do something. Yeah, he's got to bring, yeah, it'll be, it'll to be bring it. Yeah, because right now, their best receiver is, God, who? Jacoby Myers? <laughs> I know. Jacoby they Myers, that... I think, is their best receiver. Who's that? Jacoby Myers. Yeah, he was looking, actually, he was kind of one of those diamonds in the rough that appeared last year. But, yeah. you know, that only works if you have another guy opposite of him that's a stud. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think they'll use a first-round pick on a receiver, and that's where they fill that in. But he's got to get himself a Matt Ryan, a Teddy Bridgewater, somebody to come in there and at least start it for a year or two until they can get their QB. Yeah. If I'm them, I'm focusing strictly on offensive line. Just, or I mean offense. Just because defense, you're going to get a few players back. And Belichick can he, – he can make a, a mediocre, talented defense way better than it actually is. Whereas on the offensive line, they need all the help they can get because he's just, he just, he's just not that guy. Uh, let's move to the last team in the division, and that is the New York Jets. They have $67 million in cap space. They also have the number two pick in the draft and the number 23 pick in the draft. Um, they need quite a bit, though. Uh, they need a wide receiver, offensive line, running back, edge, linebacker, and quarterback. 
the places they're great at is interior defensive line. They have a really good interior defensive line with Fadukasi, Fadukasi, and Quinton Williams have been really good. Um, Terrell Basham was okay as as uh, he should have done better with as much as well as that interior defensive line was. He should have been better, but uh, he's a free agent. I still think they could probably bring him back. Um, I think they could. Re- they definitely need to re-sign Marcus May. I would say. Marcus May is probably their biggest uh, resign, and then maybe Basham. But other than that, they're not going to lose a ton. Uh, Brashad Perryman, that's fine. They've got Jameson Crowder, Denzel Mims, Braxton Barrios. They could probably use one more receiver. Well, they definitely could use one more receiver. Um, and they could use another cornerback. Uh, they they could grab a lot of things in free agency. I would. Uh, Allen Robinson, of course, is a big one. I think Cam Robinson at tackle would be great if they don't if they don't take a tackle with the third with the second pick. Uh, I would grab Cam Robinson. I think he's young. He'd be fine at right tackle. Uh, running back Aaron Jones would be good, and at cornerback I like Xavier Rhodes, uh, Gary Connolly. They just need some help. Bryce Hall, I think, is a really good. I think he'll end up being a really good corner. And then with their safeties, Marcus May and Ashton Davis, I mean, you get another corner in there, and that's, they're pretty set well, there. Well, Marcus May is going to be tagged, I believe. Okay. Um, really? That's I, I feel like they could re-sign him for pretty cheap. Well, maybe re-sign him. But, uh, yeah, either way, I don't think Marcus May is going anywhere. It's my point. I think Marcus May will stay. Um, I think they'll get a – I think that they bring – I mean, they have the draft position to grab the best wide receiver in the draft. Um, but I don't think they do. I think they'll end up. I think I really think they end up trading back. I don't think anybody's talked about it, but I think yeah. they'll trade back uh, that number two, yeah. get a couple firsts because they need they need four. They're all four starting linebackers are gone, all four. Yeah. Uh, so and I think they'll keep one or two. Um, and none of them are really that great. That's true, but uh, Jordan Jenkins isn't bad. Um, yeah, Neville Hewitt's not that great. I don't know. So uh, they drafted Jabari Zuniga uh, in the in the third yeah, round last year. He might be able to step up. Yeah, I but like uh, yeah, but but Robert Sala is a great defensive coach. I think Richard Sherman is going to end up signing with him. He's already almost said it. Yeah, uh, out loud, which I think would be tampering or something. So he ha- didn't <laughs> didn't say the words. But with him, Bryce Hall, Marcus May, Ashton Davis. I mean, that's a pretty solid uh, yeah. secondary. They, they could use another corner still. Yeah, uh, but I think they'll concentrate on linebackers. Uh, they can trade back and they can get that Mike uh, Parsons uh, in the you know the middle of the that first would round. Be great, yeah. I think he's Luke Keekley all over again. Uh, and then and then you know which would be a huge, you know, huge get for a defensive coach to go ahead and get him in the in the first. And then uh, yeah, and then maybe get it also a wide receiver, uh, and then build the rest of your uh, defense through the draft. But I really think that. There's a solid chance that Robert Sala decides. I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Decides to stay with Sam Darnold. I think there's that chance. Yeah, I'm not. I think he could. I would not. Uh, not that I don't think Sam Darnold can still be good. The problem is he's got one more year, and then you have to pay him like twenty million dollars for the fifth uh, fifth year option, and then you have to pay him. A t- and if he turns out to be good, you have to pay him a ton. Whereas you can get a quarterback in the second round. You can get, you can get whatever you want except for one guy, 
at the second pick and start over with five years of a quarterback on a rookie deal. And that's how you win Super Bowls is when your quarterback is on a rookie deal. Uh, I would take, if I'm them, and we can debate quarterbacks, I would take a quarterback in that position. And then I think with the 23rd pick, I would try to get Rashad Bateman, the wide receiver, out of uh, out of Minnesota. And then you've got an early pick in the second. I would try to grab, I don't know if he'll be there. Uh, I like Najee Harris, of course, would, would be a good one. Uh, that Gainwell from Memphis would be a good one. And then get Dylan Moses, the linebacker of Alabama, uh, with your second. I think they have two second-round picks. That's you know, Either way, I think, I think you if you trade back at two, and get a plethora of picks, maybe two first and a second. Who knows? You get a plethora of picks for someone who wants to, you know, to jump up and grab Zach Wilson, uh, which I think somebody will. They'll pay a fortune. I think you. I think you trade back. Um, I think you could build. You could potentially build one of the best defensive or best overall rosters in the NFL within two years. Yeah. By all these draft picks, you have a mountain full of a uh, 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 cap space. You actually have the ability to go ahead and, and promise people money, you know, uh, guaranteed money up front uh, that other teams can't do this year. Um, build that team like from top to bottom all over the roster like Miami. And then, you know, at the end of 2022, uh, go ahead and trade whatever you got to do a Miami trade. Three firsts and a second to get the number one pick in the draft from somebody or number two pick in the draft and grab your QB that way and, and bring your QB onto a team where – Every other position is just totally loaded. Well, I believe they uh, have two firsts next year from the Jamal Adams trade. They have a first this year and a first next year from Seattle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, they have they have a lot a lot of picks they could build, especially if they trade back number two. I mean, they would just be they'd be the Raiders. They'd be they'd have you know three firsts every year. It would seem like you know for for a while uh, coming out and be able to build that overall team because right now, I mean, they're in that position where. Yeah, Deshaun Watson would be amazing to have. But if you traded your two good players along with some draft picks, you have no team at all around him. You're, you're one of the worst teams in the NFL. They've got $67 million in cap space, and free agents are going to be a lot cheaper this year than they normally are. I think they Watson could... would be half that. Uh, and they need O-linemen, a running back, a wide receiver, yeah. all four linebackers, a corner, and a safety. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and and you're saying now they give up Fadikasi, Ashton Davis, or Bryce Hall, and all and their only ability to get the draft pick, which is their draft picks later. Yeah, that's so a now, good point. Now, now you're missing 14 open spots. <laughs> yeah, very true. Yeah, and you have a GM who's openly said his strategy going forward is to build through the draft not free agency yeah which is smart and he's he's drafted well uh he did last year and yeah he did last year that's yeah and so uh yeah i I agree with you i don't i don't know that i would do deshaun watson to give up all that stuff either but especially when you have the, the the capital the draft capital and the uh the cap space you have now but yeah take zach wilson he's one first yeah, yeah. Take Zach true. Wilson. I mean, why trade your whole farm for Watson? Well, because you know Watson is a, he, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's a guaranteed Hall of Famer. With Zach Wilson, you don't know. I mean, even you said you don't know Zach Wilson. You say you're not even that into him. Maybe you take Justin Fields. Well, I'm not. Maybe the he's reports not are that the Jets are falling in love with Zach Wilson. That that's an actual quote 
that was out there. So, and that could, that's probably smoke signals, you know, smoke screens. I mean, yeah, I think that's um, to get people to trade. I think that they say that kind of stuff because then they're like, yeah. oh, he's going to take Zach Wilson. We better try and trade them for Move that up. spot. Yeah, I think they're trying to, I think the Jets are trying to trade back, to be honest. I think that's what they're I trying think they to do. do. That, that's, that's the best option they have right now. I mean, they have so many needs. I mean, tra- and that number two, you know, you've seen some people get fleeced. They mm-hmm. could, two, two first and a second is easy. Yeah. That's easy money. So yeah, I tell you what, I how about the pass? I think it's going to be Denver. I don't know why, but the ninth seems about right. They could trade back to the ninth. Denver could give them two firsts, uh, a second this year, and a third next year. What about what? What if you get the phone call? You've got all this cap space, right? What about uh, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and two firsts? Two of your biggest needs are now filled. Yeah. And you've got two firsts to, to do other stuff with. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's a lot. I I, I tell you what, after next week, I think we're going to start seeing a lot of things happen. I also think a lot of people are waiting on the Texans to make their move so that all the but other dominoes not. can fall. What a bunch of, <laughs> they're not. I don't a bunch think they're idiots. Yeah. I think they tank and get the number one overall pick next year, plus all the picks they get for trading them at the end of next year. Yeah. So stupid. Uh, I know, but I think that's what they're going to do. I, yeah. think, I think they're going full Astros. <laughs> We're just going to completely tank. We're going to completely tank and just rebuild. But the Astros the- was selling off all their assets and tanking. This is taking one of the best players in the NFL and putting him on the bench. This is this is gross. The Astros but, but it's tanking not, it's is one thing. not rate. benching him. It's selling him next year. That's but all it's still, you're taking a, weir- a year away from a Hall of Famer's career. Because that's you're his incapable. That's his problem. He can play if he wants, but he's, he's he's going out of his way saying, "I won't play for you." Well, fine. I Sit on the bench play. for a year, play for and then I'm going to get a fortune for you. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, that wraps up the AFC East. Uh, we will come back, I believe, tomorrow to do. I don't even know who we're doing tomorrow. I'll be honest. I think it's the NFC West. I think it's the NFC West. So uh, we will see you then. All right. Sounds great. Oh, 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 oh,